Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You can also cue your finger in Acts chapter 19. We'll be there as well. I want to do a few things this morning when it comes to the Holy Spirit, just a few things we're going to be covering. We're going to be covering a lot more as time goes on. But three things specifically. Who is the Holy Spirit? What is His job? Or what are the jobs of the Holy Spirit? What's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? And what is our relationship to the Holy Spirit, thirdly? So that's the things we're going to be covering this morning, Lord willing. Now, before we jump right into that, I just want to kind of expound on what I've been talking about. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1, Paul says this to the church in Corinth. He says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now, I think if you were to look at the church in Corinth, and in any Pentecostal church you could possibly imagine, for that matter, they would not think that they needed a lesson in the Holy Ghost. They, they don't think that they need information or instruction when it comes to the things of the Spirit. After all, Paul would even admit that you come short as a church in no spiritual gift. These guys, if there was any such thing as a Pentecostal or a charismatic church, it was Corinth, right? I mean, they were, there was tongues spoken by everybody. It was crazy. And that's what was happening in Corinth, and yet Paul would say, by the Spirit, and very accurately, you guys are the ones who are ignorant concerning the Holy Spirit. That's indicting. You know, because what was going on in Corinth was a mixture of the Spirit of God and the flesh. Remember what Paul said to them? He says, are you not carnal, behaving like mere men? And so though the Spirit of God was moving amongst them, and, and he never disparaged that. He never said, you guys are faking it, your gifts aren't legitimate, they're not real. They were very real, but they were mixed with the emotion and the fleshliness of, the, of those who were exercising them. And so he would say that you guys, what you are doing when you exercise the gifts of the Spirit is you're exercising them void of the love of God. Remember, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is all about that. Though you speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not love, you're a clanging gong and sounding cymbal. And he goes on to describe the gifts of the Spirit. And, and if you don't have love, they're nothing. If you don't have love, you are nothing. And, and that was the problem with the church in Corinth. They lacked love. And yet they were very spiritually gifted. Some things never change. We have similarities in our Pentecostal churches today. And I think a lot of the weirdness that we see in those churches is really learned behavior. And, you know, just the, just the way people act, you know, I think. But there's another problem on the other side of things. Acts chapter 19. How'd you turn there? Turn there now. Acts chapter 19, verse 1. 
And it says, and it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples. I didn't even give you time to turn. All these, I love that I hear page turn. It's a beautiful sound. So Paul comes to Ephesus. Apollos has left for Ephesus to Corinth. And Paul comes across these disciples. He says, verse 2, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much hurt whether there is a Holy Spirit. We don't know what you're talking about. We've never experienced that. We've never been taught that. Now, remember, Apollos was in Ephesus and he was teaching, but he was only teaching that the Messiah had come and the baptism of Jesus at, at John the Baptist. And so he was, he was proclaiming the Messiah. People were believing in Jesus, putting their trust in the Messiah for salvation, but they had not believed they had not believed that in jesus in jesus's resurrection from the dead they had not believed in all of those things so though believers in the messiah they hadn't heard of the holy spirit that jesus would say that the holy spirit would come and that would be part of it and so paul now remember priscilla and aquila had taken apollos aside and explained the gospel to him more fully but now paul comes he, he encounters these disciples and he notices something's missing from these disciples lives They've never experienced a baptism or a filling of the Holy Spirit. And so, verse 3, he said to them, into what were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. So Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe in, on him who would come after him, that is, Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus when Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Now, the men were about 12 in all. So they believed in Jesus. They were baptized. Paul then, after, afterwards, laying hands on them, prayed for them, and they received the Holy Spirit. They spoke in tongues, and they prophesied. And so Paul, he notices they're lacking something. And, 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 and I've talked to Christians today. I find so often it's the same problem. Either they believe... They're an avid believer in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And they have experienced all kinds of things in terms of the Holy Spirit. Or they are ignorant concerning the gifts and the operation of the Holy Spirit. And very uncomfortable when it comes to the things of the Holy Spirit. And yet both sides oftentimes, I would say, are ignorant of the Holy Spirit. Either in the way that the gifts are supposed to be operating, or in the way that the gifts are not operating at all. And, and in those churches where the gifts are not operating at all, he's oftentimes just reduced to a good feeling or a warm thought or goosebumps that you feel when something exciting happens. You know, kind of like when your, your team scores at the, at the Super Bowl and you feel excited. Okay, some of you. What about this? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna Gaines finish their house and they have that little thing and they slide it apart. You see the unveiling of the new house? Yeah, so that's more for you guys. Okay, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. But that's not the Holy Spirit. That's just excitement, isn't it? And so the Holy Spirit is actually much more than that. And that's what I, my hope is to balance some of this out. Because what we have on one hand is we have a group of people who say the Holy Spirit is not for today. And, and it passed with the apostles, which if you read your Bible, you'll realize that that's not possible. Because Peter said in Acts chapter 2 that, that Joel prophesied that the, the Spirit of God would be poured out on all flesh in the last days. And your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. And then he begins to describe the end of days. And he says it's going to happen all the way up until the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. 
And that that gift, he says later in that sermon in Acts chapter 2, is to you and to your children and all those who are far off, off, as many as the Lord God will call. That's who the gift of the Holy Spirit is for. And and so here he's, you know, there's this group that's out here that says that there isn't gifts for today. And, and And they go as far as to say, if you speak in tongues, that's of the devil and you're not saved, right? But then you have a group on the other side that says, you're saved by being baptized in the Holy Spirit as evidenced by speaking in tongues. And so if you don't speak in tongues, you're of the devil. What are we going to do? You know, you got one side saying you speak in tongues, you're not saved. And the other side says if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. Have mercy, you know. I mean, can't we find some balance in all of this and put our hands on these brothers over here and say, that's okay, you're wrong, but we love you. And, and this, uh, these brothers over here and say, you're wrong, but we love you. Because I, I honestly think that we just become really unbalanced in a lot of these things. And we see the same thing that was going on in Corinth or the same thing that was going on in Ephesus still happening in the church today. And so what I want to do is talk to you about what the Bible says, what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, and, and, and get our, our minds wrapped around that a little bit. And so first of all, who is the Holy Spirit? Now the short answer to that question is the Holy Spirit is God right? Athanasius, when he came against Arius at the Nicene Council, Arius was a heretic who said that Jesus wasn't fully God or wasn't God at all. It was kind of fuzzy as to what exactly he believed. But he was kind of affecting the church. And so Athanasius, an amazing theologian and a great man of God, came up against Arius and he basically had him exiled and, and, you know, basically said, that's heresy. That's not true. It's not true doctrine. And so he came up with the Athanasian Creed, which tells us that the true universal church believes in God in Trinity and Trinity in unity. Not separating the persons, nor, nor dividing the substance of God or the essence of God, but it is one God made of three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. And yet not three gods, but one God. And there is a person of the Father, and there is a person of the Son, and there is a person of the Holy Spirit. Three persons, and yet still one God. Is that really clear to you guys? You get it? It's awesome, but do we get it? (laughs) Of course we don't get it. He's God. If he was easy enough to understand, we could quantify God, then he would cease to be God, right? He is very God of very God. He is far beyond our imagination. And so here is God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.